the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. And we really, we built our show around savings and investment, building up wealth over the long term using income-based savings. That is the best way to build up wealth and for, for the average person. And what, what we're trying to do is we, we wanted to come up with a strategy that had the, the highest probability of success. And, and really, it, that's it. People, people save in different ways, but the problem comes in is, is how much do you save and, and when do you save? The situation is, is basically this, is if you're putting away money, how much do you put away and, and where do you put away? If you do income-based savings to your 401k, your 403b, your 457 plans, that lets you automatically put away a percentage of your income. Typically, that's how it works. You want to do a percentage versus a set amount. And then it grows over time, so which each time you get a raise, your savings gets a raise. In this way, you're saving up to what your income level is. So if you're making $35,000 a year, you're saving at a rate – of of a thirty five thousand person making thirty five and spending thirty five thousand, which means when you retire, if money was equal and never changed, uh, you you'd have an income to support your thirty thousand dollar five thousand dollar a year lifestyle. If you're making three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, it's the same thing. And and interestingly enough, where where we really see the people in the most trouble, interestingly enough, or one of the one of the areas, there's a couple of them, but one of them is. The very wealthy people, the, the the I won't even say very wealthy, but the wealthy or the upper middle class making two hundred to two hundred and fifty, three hundred thousand dollars a year, they typically, if you, if you want to have an income based on uh, on on having two hundred thousand dollars a year, uh, typically you're you're looking at a tremendous amount of money to do it. Typically, we say you can save about you can take out about four percent a year. And just uh, just so just to give you a quick number of of what we're looking at here, if we, if we take that divided by point zero four, that you need, which means you need at least five million dollars to to save in order to sit there and hit that two hundred thousand dollar level. And what we find is typically people making two hundred thousand dollars don't have five million dollars saved up. And and one of the problems that they really run into is. 
the person at that level tends to hit that level right near the end of his career, and so he really hasn't built up the savings for that. And, and then they then they have to further downsize into retirement. But but really, I I think the average person making just an average middle income wage has a better chance than most people of saving money for two reasons. They have Social Security and they also have their savings plan. And those two make it, I think, relatively easy for the average person if they'll just stick to the plan of saving money out of each paycheck. And so it's income-based savings. We recommend you save 10% plus the company match and that that'll get get you where you need to be for retirement. We've got a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about on the show. A lot of stuff happened this weekend. My gosh, the markets went crazy. The, uh, the, the politics basically made the market seem like nothing was there. Yeah, it was so uh, volatile. And, 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 and the country really seems to be descending into complete chaos. And, uh, and at the same time, you have a market at near record high levels. That's not a good combination. And so we're going to be discussing that. We're talking some more uh, about savings and investments. Uh, one of the new rules I wanted to just touch on today, a lot of people don't know about this rule. A recent IRS ruling has allowed if if you accidentally take out two, uh, if, if you accidentally take money out of your IRA or if you take money out of your IRA for, for a 60-day rollover and you don't have, and, and, and you forgot to put it back in or there was a foul up for whatever reason or a miscommunication or a misunderstanding, uh, the IRS has loosened the rules on the on on the putting the money back in. Uh, this also happens sometimes. I tell you where we see this happen from time to time is people will make multiple, will forget that they made a, a distribution out of one account and then they'll take a distribution out of another account and not realize what happened. And I think the IRS is now really starting to take into account that at retirees, a lot of retirees are older. They 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 sometimes you know they, there's miscommunication between the husband and the wife. They they thought they put it in and they didn't put it in. They, they there's medical issues. There's all types of issues. Uh, they 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 do a uh, take some money out to put back in sixty days later and they have a medical issue and they're in the hospital and they can't get it done. So the IRS is, is allows you to put a letter in, submit a letter in, and submit a reason why, and, and, and you can just give that to your to your investment firm that holds the assets and 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 put it back in into the account. And, and so get with your advisor on this. There's a couple things you have to go through, but but understand that if you forget to put money back in, or if you accidentally take money out for the wrong reason and uh, make a double distribution or something, there's ways to get it back into the IRA account. Because remember, anytime you take money out of your IRA rollover, your 401k, it's a taxable event. And uh, you pay ordinary income tax on it. It, it, And you also, if you're under 59 and a half, you pay a 10% penalty. Now, if if you retire early, there's ways we can get you around the penalty, but uh, it, it's it's a pretty stiff penalty taking money out of an IRA. And, and, and once you're past 59 and a half, it's just ordinary income. But what a lot of people forget is if they take thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 out, or we're going to buy something and put it back in and forgot to put it back in or something, they, they have to pay taxes on, the, on say, $40,000 worth of money they took out. But, but it ki- can oftentimes kick them up into a higher bracket so they're paying an even higher tax on it than they normally would pay. And so good news out there is the IRS has issued some rules on this subject. And one of them is that you can you can put in a letter and, and explain the situation. It's got to be you, know, you can't go back five years later. It, it, it typically has to be a list of, of reasonable excuses that were before it was an ironclad 
60 days it was over. I can remember times people call us up on the 61st day, and it was it was too bad, you know, so sad. The IRS was not going to do anything about it. And and so they're seeing some flexibility. Uh, they And one of the problems you really deal with IRA, with people, and again, is you're dealing with retirees, you're dealing with people that sometimes aren't real sophisticated, sometimes they don't understand uh, they because we I've seen people thought that it was sixty sixty business days. I mean, there's just and, and and you know if you have a question, if you have a problem, talk to your advisor, uh, or you can give us a call. Just drop me an email at ted t e d at maxoutsavings dot com, and I'll get your questions answered on this subject. It's a complicated subject, but the IRS does really appear to be trying to make it a little simpler for retirees, which is good news. You know, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors is deal with retirees. And, and, and I think it's, it's something that, uh, that, that really I'm glad they're finally addressing this issue. So remember a couple things, make sure you're hitting the 10%. Uh, typically one thing I also kind of touched on, typically it's about a 4% number you can take out at retirement. Uh, that's look, the research has been about four, actually four point two five to 4.3 of some of the long-term research on this. We moved it down to four and other people are underneath four on this just because of the, the Federal Reserve has just gotten so aggressive in taking interest rates to zero and kiting up asset prices that it's hard for people to, there's, you know, it's, it's harder to justify taking more money out when people aren't getting paid anything on their CDs or, or in in the money market, they only get a little bit, and so it, it's more difficult. But I think the four percent number over the time, over long term, is going to change. And and really, if there's anything in the financial world, this too will pass. Is probably the 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 thing. I don't think we're at a, a long term plateau on rates, short term rates at zero like this. Alan Greenspan, uh, former chairman of the Federal Reserve, just a couple of weeks ago said this was a bubble, and he compared, he said, going back to Roman times, which is something we've talked about in the show. We pulled up charts from the 1700s. Actually, I think I found a chart from the 1500s going back to Europe, and the Federal Reserve and European Central Bank took rates to the lowest in the history of the world. So this isn't going to last in, in, in and in a market today where we have stocks at all-time highs, record valuations, and all, more and more I'm hearing about – about it, it's interesting. I, I read a story. I, I, I want to say it was – I want to say it was an Australian big pension fund or something. They're, they're going back to more active managers because in some places there's so much indexing going on that these pension managers aren't sure they're getting a real – Value. They don't know what they they don't believe they're getting something known as price discovery, which means is this a real price or is this some artificial price that we're dealing with? And this is something where that you're hearing some from very some very very sophisticated people is is the Federal Reserve has eliminated price discovery in the market. They poured in so much money, nobody really knows what these stocks are worth, and and so. And that makes it difficult. You say, Ted, well, how can that happen? Well, there's so much money going into indexing, and there's so much money going into high-frequency trading, and there's so much money pouring in. The biggest investors in the stock market are U.S. corporations with stock buyback programs. They're just buying back stock every single day. Now, you can say that they've got a good track record of of, of what they do, uh, you know, they, since they're the closest to the company, but, but history is replete with with corporate executives loading the boat on the company stock at the top. And, and so it, it, 
you're not sure where the stock prices are at. And this is one of the interesting things. Years ago, uh, a friend of mine, you know, he wrote kind of a, a it was actually a satire book on, on how stocks were manipulated. And, and I actually, and I saw, I've been in this business for 30 years and I've pretty much seen everything. And one of the things that s- smaller companies used to do is they'd buy stock every day to kind of make it look like, look like uh, there was a lot of volume in the market. I, I remember years ago, uh, I knew one instance where someone got a phone call and said, look, you guys can't come in at the end of the day and buy a big block of stock every day. Uh, we think you're manipulating the market. This came from the floor of the exchange up to these people. And and you said, well, Ted, what does that have to do today? Well, if you have companies buying back stock every day and you have high-frequency traders trading in and out of the stock every day, and, and then you have artificial intelligence programs in there too, how do we really know, and we have indexing just buying every day, how do we really know what the price is of the stock? If the market starts going down, if all of a sudden all that volume which was supposedly there vanishes, the company quits buying stock, the, the, the money starts going out of indexing from in-indexing, all of a sudden there's a huge vacuum underneath these stocks. And this is what you're seeing a lot of people concerned about. I think there's a real concern out there in this market. It's one of the most expensive markets we've seen in history. Uh, we're dealing with record low interest rates. And I'll tell you what, the thing that concerns me the most is, and we've been talking about this for several months, and actually I noticed the market was only up about 1.6% since March. That's when we've been, since then, we've been talking about, look, this is not going well for politics. Politics is going very badly in the United States. You can't have the the, the country, you know, trying to tear down the president of the United States. I mean, CNN, I listened to that for a few minutes the other day. There's not another CNN could not operate in any other country on the planet and tear down the leader of that country like they do and get away with it, including Canada. No other country in the world will allow allow CNN to launch such a vicious attack as they are on Donald Trump every single day, not even based on reality. I mean, I've listened to this stuff, and it's, it's, it's almost it is literally one lie after another, or maybe not a lie, but it's a deception, and no other country would tolerate that. And eventually, we're going to have to stop it because CNN and, and, and the likes of them are going to rip this country apart, and that is going to affect your plan. It's going to cost you money, and we're going to talk more about this when we get back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If uh, you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-7070. Trying very hard not to cough and got the low voice and... Uh, anyway, if you got any questions, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. The, uh, you know, I wanted to just touch base on the politics. I think the politics are really going downhill, and we've been talking about this for a while. I don't see how they don't affect our markets. I it just, to me, uh, we have a very high expensive market. We, we've got a lot of negatives out there, and I, I anything from the Federal Reserve tightening to China to uh, corporate profits, uh, to just the slowdown in the stock buyback programs. I got any number of reasons why this market could fall in here, and, and pretty dramatically. But the the level of vitriol in the politics are extraordinary. We had all the CEOs this week abandoning, not a couple of them abandoning Donald Trump because Donald Trump somehow supported neo-Nazis, which is just utterly extraordinary uh given the fact that particularly his son-in-law is jewish in you know i think they're raising their his uh grandkids jewish or i don't you know, i'm not i'm not don't for sure on that but i mean the idea is is utterly absurd and yet everybody falls in and what what we're what we're seeing here is a narrative being created and and so you get very 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 smart people out there with huge amounts of money that are able to manipulate things. And if you look at these riots, you get a bunch of of, of Nazis and people like that. I, I've never actually even met or seen a Nazi myself, but that's, you know, I mean, it's just absurd. And nobody supports these people at all. They're a bunch of lunatics. But then they create, they they hire, they bring in, they bring in counter-protesters, they hire counter-protesters, they they hire photographers, so there's plenty of video, and then they run the video, and then Donald Trump, and then a fight breaks out. What a surprise. And then uh, 
Donald Trump condemns it and says evil is horrible, and he's a pretty strong. Well, the, no matter what he said, they're they're going to come out and said Donald Trump is actually backing neo Nazis, but Nazis and this, that, and everything else. And then what happens is these organizations they they go on social media and they get they start working on executives and they work on politicians to condemn it. Why aren't you condemning it? He's supporting it. And in most of these people, they just want this to go away. So they sit there and say, we condemn neo-Nazism. And I don't think Donald Trump's statement was strong enough. And then it makes it look like nobody is supporting Donald Trump. It's a brilliant plan. <laughs> it worked with the with the CEOs. The, the 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 CEOs were pressured by special interest groups called up and and and, and it made it seem like that we were turning against the president. And the other thing is they wanted to get Bannon out of the way. And Bannon is Bannon kind of represents the heart of the of the Trump movement, which are, tend to be more the nationalist people. By nationalists, I mean globalists versus nationalists. The people that want jobs that feel like, hey, we're losing too many jobs to China. China's a problem. They're stealing our jobs. Everything I buy at Walmart is made in 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 China, why is that happening? And here, I, here they're closing down the plant. At, where, you know, where, in, in the town where the Walmart is, and Walmart doesn't seem to care. And uh, and, and and why is that? And, and no one seems to care. The politicians don't seem to care, and the corporate executives are falling all over themselves to get favors from our congressmen. And then they're moving jobs, jobs, and plant and equipment overseas. In addition, China's stealing massive amounts of intellectual property. Everything. Everything from a, everything from a Lyle Lovett songs up to uh, advanced F twenty two fighters, uh, almost all, the complete technology for the fighter, and they're stealing and making over there, and nobody stops these people, and then we lose more jobs, and I lose my job, I lose my future, my kids can't get a job, they go to college, they can't get a job, they have no future, we can't buy a house. All of these things come in, and and it's these globalists, and so they went after Steve Bannon. And uh, and Steve Bannon is a nationalist, and he supports the alt right, which is close enough, and possibly could be Nazis. The Nazi Party is in the Republican Party, and and, and so they took out Steve Bannon this week. And, and and what you got left is is you've got Jared Kushner, you've got a bunch of New Yorkers, and you've got a bunch of Goldman Sachs globalists running the White House now. And 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 that's an even bigger problem because now you suddenly have the nationalist which are the core of the Republican Party on the outside looking in, and they put Donald Trump in there. Now, we'll have to see if if Steve Bannon rallies around Trump and puts huge pressure on him to build the wall to, to stop China. And and Steve Bannon had some very interesting quotes this week. It, it, that he came out and he made a couple statements about the, you know, the, 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 the globalists are running the White House and the Goldman Sachs people are running the White House. And, and what the the globalist one is a new world order where trade flows freely and immigration flows freely and things are made wherever we can make the cheap the cheapest possible labor and, and and so and then the corporations continue to make more money at the top and uh so what we're seeing is we're seeing this shift right now and, and so the goal so the bannon people are out but bannon made some interesting points he said look 
China is going to dominate the world. We have five, ten years at the most to stop it, or they're going to control manufacturing in the United in in the world, and we're going to lose out on the manufacturing. And, and he said, we have got to stand up to China now. We've got to put a stop to it. And, and, and by standing up to China, we force the jobs to come back here. We force them to put the manufacturing plants back here. We force them to quit stealing our technology and our intellectual capital. And in order to do that, that's very controversial. But we have to to maintain a strong country. And the second thing he said is, look, within two or three hours, and, and I'm wrong on the hour a little bit in the amount, but I think it was two or three hours, if North Korea attacks, they'll kill 10 million North Koreans. It, they'll kill 10 million South Koreans with their artillery and bombardments. It's so, so massive, and so we're stuck. Well, he could be leaking that for Donald Trump and maybe laying the case that we've got to go nuclear if China, if if North Korea attacks almost immediately to save 10 million lives. But that's a different story. But this is a battle between the globalist and, and the nationalist. Don't believe all the racial stuff. This is about jobs, and it's about our future. This is the way to split the Republican Party and to split the nationalist by the globalist, in my opinion. And, and the problem is, is now with this much animosity out there, it's going to be harder for Donald Trump to get things through Congress. Are we going to get a tax cut through? We have all that. I think 40 of the Republican senators were condemning Donald Trump for his Charlottesville statement. I mean, really, I mean, this is how we pull together. The Senate seems to be at war with the, with, the, with the Republican base in this country. How are we going to get a tax bill passed? How are we going to get a debt ceiling that's coming up in 12 days? How are we going to get Obamacare passed? And how are we going to get an infrastructure bill through with this type of animosity? This is not a good situation. It's very bad. And one more thing I'll leave you with. We're going to take some phone calls, we got some phone calls coming in, is understand in a, a robotic artificial intelligence world, we're going to need less and less and less workers, which means labor capital is going to get very cheap. Well, that gives us an edge back against China. So the future of the world should be in the United States. The robotic factories in the world should be in the United States. And we have to fight for that, and we have to insist that these factories are back. We have got to take back our charge of our future in the United States. We've led the world for 200 and something years, and we've been a very fair and arbitrator in the world. I, I think you can go back through history. The only I think maybe we've lost our way with some of these wars in the Middle East. But beyond that, we've done everything we can, and we have utterly changed the world and everything from landing a man on the moon to space science to the telephone to the computer. Everything comes out of the United States. And now people want to say, we, we're the bad guys. We're going to have to say, no, we're the good guys, and we're going to take back our future. And the question is, are, are the nationalists going to win? Are we going to have this new global world order where maybe we break up the United States and it, we're, we're led by Europe and China? I, this is the battle we face. Anyway, let's take a quick call from Tom. Hey, Tom, how are you doing? Good morning, Ted. Uh, hey, a question, uh, and I share your concern about the market. And, and, and you know, of course, when, I forget if it was Wednesday or Thursday, the market took a big hit this yeah, week. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. But uh, I know you're uh, somewhat familiar with some of these uh, notable financial people in the news. But anyway, supposedly one reason it took a hit, there was this rumor that Gary Cohn was going to resign. And I'm thinking if the market's going to take a hit on something like that, that to me just sort of confirms how skittish it is. And and I was kind of curious a couple things. One is, do you think, uh, you know, that is, or the rumor about Gary Cohn is one reason that the market did take a hit. And I guess secondly, should it really be that big a deal? I, you know, to me, I, so what if he resigns? I mean, I don't see how that should 
overall affect the uh, you know the overall market. So I'm, I'm kind of curious your opinion on that. Yeah, look, I, I, I th- that's a very perceptive point. I mean, if the market's going to crash because Gary Cohn leaves, there's a lot of really smart guys out there. I know one of the people that was a finalist in the Treasury got we we don't if these Goldman guys leave, no problem. But look, I think this market is very very skittish. I think they're really really worried about the politics out there and it appears to be breaking down to me. I mean, it, it broke under the, the S&P and the, and the NASDAQ broke under the 50. Now, it broke a couple of weeks ago under the 50 and came right back up. So we'll have to see. Uh, if you go back and look in history, oftentimes you get some breaks, come back up, breaks, come back up, and then boom. And we want to see where it goes. The, the Russell 2000 and the transports broke the 200, which is a really negative sign. Do you think there's credit? I mean, do you think the market did take a hit due to Gary Cohn's rumor, or do you think it was just a bunch of other factors? I'm, I'm curious if that was, you know, I, you probably heard the same news report. Yeah, look, did. I mean, it fell I'm apart. I'm sitting there thinking, is this really true? And if so, how big a deal is it? It's like, you know, trying to make sense out of all that. Uh, I, look, I think it came upon people think that the administration in poli- and, and, and not just the administration, but politics in Washington appears to be incomplete disarray. I I think I actually think Paul Ryan in the House is doing a reasonably good job. They got a lot of stuff on the plate. They got a lot of stuff ready to go. They passed a lot of bills. The Senate seems to be in complete utter disarray. In, oh, I agree. Yeah. Uh you know, you keep hearing these stories about Trump's, you know, economic plan, but to me He's a pretty constant. It's like ultimately the Congress, particularly like you say, the Senate's got to pass the stuff. He's like he said before on the health care. I'm I'm there with my pen ready to sign it. So to me, it's a lot more than Trump's, uh, Trump's plan. Uh, it's the overall Republicans and those guys in the Senate are going to take a hit if they don't get something done. Forget he, about Trump. Yeah, g- getting back to Gary. Look, Gary Cohn's a, a you know I, he's he's a good guy. I mean, I, he he wants the best for the country and stuff. But it's a little disconcerting to me that, oh, we have to keep the Goldman Sachs guys or the market will crash. I mean, that's absurd. Uh, yeah. But I do believe they believe that. Up, uh, uh, in, in, and I think it's just a confirmation that, that the politics are going really badly out there. And now that, keep in mind, one thing, if Bannon leaves, Bannon has said he's backing Trump. Okay. But he's not going to sit there and blindly back Trump. He's going to blindly back Trump, but he's going to say, look, He's going to he's going to rally the base. He's going to rally the Tea Party and say, guys, if we don't get involved and we don't pressure the Goldman guys are going to take in the New Yorkers. It's it's not just Goldman guys, but the New Yorkers, it's Jared, it's 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 Cohn, yeah. it's Mnuchin, it's it's they're going to take over and, 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 and we're going to lose our nationalist agenda. So he's going to fire up that base, I believe, and it's going to be a huge pushback. And, and so this is the kind of the interesting dynamic out there in. And, you know, Tom, we got a ton of stuff coming at us here. We got the, I think, 12 days we had the debt limit. They can probably kick that back a few days. We got, are we going to get tax cuts? Are we going to get tax reform? Are we going to get infrastructure? And all of these things in Obamacare are are, are just building and building and building. And and, and I got to tell you, it looks like utter disarray in politics in Washington, D.C., on all right. sides. They got, got all that stuff, and they're on their little vacation. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Okay. okay, well, thanks so much. Okay, thanks, Tom. Good question. Let's take a quick uh, call from Chuck. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Oh, I don't know if I can make it quick or not. Look, the problem is that all this is a red herring, all this nonsense about the Civil War and the neo-Nazis and whatever. There aren't enough neo-Nazis to fill a thimble. 
What this really was was an orchestrated plan between Terry McAuliffe, the governor, who was on the scene before anything happened, and that lunatic, Looney Tunes, leftist mayor. And that's they, they staged this thing. They orchestrated this thing. And here's what we're really up against. What you've got now is the schism in American politics is between uh, the the uh, Trump uh, coalition, traditional American values versus uh, the true believers who are headed for this uh, socialist takeover, the fellow travelers uh, who see some gain for them, at least in a temporary, and then the useful idiots who don't know any better, don't care, and are just going along because they're going along. And this has nothing to do with the things that the media is touting. That is totally a smokescreen. Yeah, no, Chuck, I, I agree, Chuck. Chuck no, I, look, I, I don't want to cut you off, but yeah, I agree. That's what I said. And look, I mean, I think you pretty much laid out the case. I don't think they were hoping someone was going to drive into a crowd of people. I think they were hoping for a bunch of shots of a bunch of Nazi types beating up innocent people, and it was going to generate good good press for the Absolutely. Democrats. And, and they desperately wanted a bullet to go off somewhere. Well, and look, here, here's the only thing, and, and, and thanks for the call on that, uh, but I think the good thing is that hopefully we're going to see an inv- a federal investigation of what went on down there, and we can find out who's responsible on all sides, and, and, and so this type of, that type of stuff doesn't happen again. And, and, and I will say this, and I know that if you go back and look at any riots through history, it tends to be outsiders coming in on all sides. That, that, that And this goes back to the Chicago Summit at the Democratic Convention in 68. Uh, I think it was the Chicago, was Chicago 7, 13. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's happened. It happened in Houston. I mean, it's happened everywhere where outsiders come in and stir things up and, 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 and people, innocent people are hurt. And that's 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 too bad. But look, I mean, I think the bottom line, the politics out there and one thing we want to bring. This is a retirement show for your retirement is understand that the politics are in complete disarray out there right now. They're, they're going to try to scramble and come up in the next week or two with some cogent uh, options and plans to make it look like Trump is on top of things. And he's going to have to cater to his nationalist base, which are the Republicans that put him in office. Uh, and now he has this kind of this Goldman Sachs versus the na- the globalists versus the nationalists has really come out. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. 
but I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. By the way, if you haven't gone to the website, signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, uh, you can sign up now. We write a lot about these these uh, things we talk about, a lot of the issues in the market, about handling sudden wealth, about common 401k mistakes. We talk about all types of things. We talked about the banking crash. You know, there was actually a run on the money markets in, in Europe in 2011, and we warned you in, I'm going to say, July of 2011 to, to go to treasury money markets and municipal money markets because the U.S. money markets, like people like Fidelity, had loaded up with about 45% of European, 40 to 45% of European bank debt, and the bank debt was in trouble. And then about within two months, there was a huge financial crisis in Europe. We talked about this in, in 07, too. We, a lot of interesting things. We try to get you in ahead. We try to stay ahead of the world. And uh, so it's free. A lot of uh, good common uh, ideas on, on how to ex- delay your retirement, uh, delay your uh, your Social Security, because it adds about 8% a year uh, every t- year you delay. A lot of stuff in there, uh, when, to, when to retire, uh, working at retirement. A lot of neat stuff in the Max Out Savings Report. It's free. Just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. I tell you, one of the things that that uh, that we talked about here recently was the VIX, in, in which is just a volatility indicator. And we had some of the mo- some of the lowest volatility numbers in history coming up here in the last couple months. Well, all of a sudden. That volatility has changed, and that volatility is spiking. The VIX went o- over 17% from a 10% this week, and then it spiked back down, which is kind of what we expected, but then it spiked back up again. The VIX actually hit 17 uh, in in the last week or so, and, and, and something is changing. The character of this market is really changing and really telegraphing warning signs. This is something we want to watch, and I really think you have to have your guard up. We've sold, Like I said, a, a week ago we told you all we sold some stocks for our clients. We have a lot of cash, and I think you really have to be careful with the, with the way these technical uh, work is going on this market right now. Jet, let's take a quick call from Charles. Hey, Charles. Oh, uh, uh, Good morning. 
Listen, I have a quick question, and I'll just hang up and listen, but I'm just curious to know, Ted, uh, do you expect one more rate hike this year from the Fed? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Well, that's a good question. I would say absolutely yes, although, let me preface it, the question is how much how much stuff happens with the politics. I mean, if the politics get so bad and the market plunges, maybe not. I think they would really like to raise the rates up one more time. I think they're trying to normalize rates at at, at an extremely low rate. And, and so it, there was some talk from, I want, I want to say Dudley this week, uh, Fed Governor Dudley, that they're still kind of on track for doing something this year. Uh, and they're, and you're hearing a lot of the of the Fed governors starting to talk about concerns about uh, asset prices. So yeah, I I think it's a good possibility, unless you just get a a big drop in the market, and and therefore I would say it's fifty fifty. Uh, let's take a call. Ann, hello, Ann. How are you doing today? How are you today? Good, thank you. Uh, a quick thing that I wanted to mention is that uh, the Dow is only the top thirty companies. Yes. So when you see that 22,000, that's just the top 30 companies. But the 75 to 80% of the companies in the United States have been at their 12-month low for a very long time. So you don't see all of that behind the scenes. That's what I'm saying. The, there's a bubble, and they these big corporations manipulate that Dow up and down by buying and selling, and then the central banks jump into it. So people need to really watch the uh, World Bank, which is under the United Nations and everything, and what's going on. This is a big, bad situation we've got. They've got to watch their money, cash, and, and whatever, and watch it to get their money out. But there was, from the time of November the 8th, those global elites have said, stop Trump any way you can. That's why you're not seeing anything, anybody doing, because you've got so many globalists inside the government that are the deep state and everything, and they don't want him to budge an inch. So anything that he hasn't been able to do with his pen, they are not allowing it to happen. And you're going to keep seeing this yeah, let, let me over build, and over. Yeah, and let me build on that a little bit. Uh, I, you know, I kind of agree with you on the doubt. I think it's too easily manipulated, and so we don't pay a lot of attention to it. And as, and as example, because it's only 30 stocks, as you point out, the the S and P and the Nasdaq, which are bigger indexes, are below the fifty day moving average, which is a technically a big thing, and and we're trying to pay a little more attention to technicals nowadays because so much of this stuff is computer driven, but the, but the Dow is above it. Uh, and and by, by the way, as far as central bank manipulation, I don't think they do it except in crises. I do know I was told that they they came in in eighty seven through Goldman Sachs buying by by a friend of mine who is in a position to know and but but oftentimes they're not but I do think we're seeing manipulation by big super large hedge funds and different things like that and the easiest thing to manipulate is the Dow so so for people you're better off watching the S&P 500 and the 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 the, the Nasdaq and those have broken down uh the the All second right. the second question on the glo- what to, for people to understand what the globalist are is they're the people that believe in the free trade in 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 the, the nationalists more like Trump and Bannon, what they're looking for is they're like, well, wait a minute, we need to make America first, make sure we our jobs are here. Look, I'm a free trader, but what I'm seeing in the world today is not free trade. It's a one way, it's one sided where everybody else puts up barriers and keeps American 
products out of their country and then wants free access to our country and takes our jobs. And China, China has been the clearest on this. To give you an example, Ann, I've I saw a study that 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 they think China has a 15 percent manufacturing advantage to the United States simply because there's no pollution laws in China. And, and so these globalists. They're trying. So Trump is trying to stop it. Well, these globalists are backed by big corporations and people talk about people talk about Russia. Is anybody thinking what China is doing? China is has to have access to our market. Where are they manipulating big corporations and lobbyists to try to influence them and, and influence these globalist organizations? Because th- them and the Europeans have everything to win with the globalists. The, the the Americans are the ones losing the jobs in their future. And this is the big battle going forward. Is, is that, that kind of sum up what you're trying to say? Right. But another thing I wanted to inject also, you've mm-hmm. heard with all this stuff that was happening there the other night with all the mass rioting and everything, you heard the word care. You heard that because that's that Muslim Brotherhood that's care here in the United States. And they are pushing this. And, and that's the Barack Obama thing that's all these on the ground troops you see that are all dressed in black and everything else. So we get, we've got a major situation here in the United States with a lot of things happening from a lot of different directions. And we've got that president in there that they're, they want to totally destroy any way they can. And we've got to stand up and, and or our country's just going to go down into the sewer. I mean, I'm serious. We are going to. No, look, it, I think, country. look, I, I think it's, it's very, very big concern. And thanks for the call. Ian. I think, Look, I think this is a very big point that this is really going badly out there. And there's a lot of people. And I, I tell you, what, I think it really breaks down to the globalists versus the nationalists. And these are very, very powerful people. And they're using the different other organizations to create chaos in the United States. And and I'm hearing it from a number of sources all over the place. People are becoming concerned about this. And and and, and what our concern and the reason why we talk about about it on the show is is that the I, I have real concerns it's gonna it's it's starting to affect the stock markets. And and I, I saw a lot of volatility this week in the last two weeks. Remember we had that big drop in the market and then it came back up in uh last uh, big drop a week ago and then it came back up and then it fell apart Friday again. And uh and and you had a big jump up when we We've been talking about the VIX. We've been telling you for weeks now, months. We look. This is the lowest volat- some of the lowest volatility in history. It usually doesn't say that stay that way. And and Ann, I think it was Ann brought up the point about it's a narrow number of stocks hitting new highs. There, there's some, I'm not I'm not sure there's that many hitting new lows as Ann said. But but uh, th- there's something called an Hindenburg omen. Which it, which you're starting to see people talk about out there, and and, and it, it it tends to happen before stock market crashes. It doesn't happen. It'll happen, and there'll be no stock market crash. But what it is, if you analyze the Hindenburg Omen, is they look at the number of new highs and new lows, and when they both start kind of expanding, when you start getting new highs and new lows expanding, that means that some stocks are doing real well, and others are are going. Which means, which is a, a very fancy way. Of, of what's happening is is the breadth is getting narrow and narrow, and the number of stocks hitting new highs is getting narrow and narrow. But then when you see new lows, that's a warning sign, which means things aren't going well elsewhere, which means underneath the market, the foundation is crumbling on the bull market. And that's what we're seeing here. And then when you see things like 
like the 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 S and P and the Nasdaq breaking down under the fifty day moving average. We watch that real closely, and and the reason is is because there's so much indexing going on, there's so much artificial intelligence going on, and there's in so much computer with indexing. All you can really do is look at your is look at your technicals since you're really not breaking things down in individual stocks. You just look at your technicals, and so the technicals, I think, have suddenly become more important in this market. And so we're watching that real closely. So we're seeing breakdowns. The the good is the Dow Jones, which is just 30 stocks. That's above the 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 50-day. The, the, the bad is is the NASDAQ, which, which is your FANGs, your Facebook, Amazon, Googles, Netflix, uh, Apples, those are in the S&P 500 they're under the 50 day moving average and the ugly is the the Russell 2000 and the and the transports are under the 200 day moving average and so you know you start talking about a really narrow group of stocks up at the top of this market and and that that I think it put the overlay that on on a very very expensive stock market near record highs on some metrics 1999 and 29 levels and then put in and then put in complete chaos in Washington in and, and and this is not uh, Donald Trump's I mean if you look at Donald Trump's cabinet it's a pretty solid group of people you know as much as you know we, we Munchen's a good guy I mean uh, you got Tillerson you got Rick Perry You've got Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, you, you got you got some pretty solid people up there. You, you've got the 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 new uh, spe- the uh, the new um, what am I trying to say? The the anyway the guy that replaced Priebus in there. Uh, they're they're all solid people. I mean, so it's not like he's filling the cabinet up. We've had other other uh, presidents fill fill the cabinet up with a bunch of buffoons and stuff and that's not you look at his cabinet it's a pretty solid cabinet so something else it's not just donald trump something else is going on up there it's 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 a senate that has become absolutely dysfunctional so anyway so long story short that's the problem and the fed is starting to pull money out they talk they're still going to be raising rates later this year that's the number one component the number one correlation for the stock market performance after the last decade has been quantitative easing above all else, including corporate earnings. That's going away now. So uh, I think caution's in the air. We're going to write some more about this uh, in our Max Out Savings Report. And if you're not on the free list to get the Max Out Savings Report, uh, now's the time to go to the website and sign up for the free Max Out Savings Report. And you can also, look, our, our main business is we manage uh, clients' assets. Uh, a lot of, uh, of, we help them with their trust, 401k, IRA rollovers, uh, and uh, the... We we manage it using our value investing approach to the stock and bond market. Right now, we believe it's important to have a a, a big risk risk component on. We think there's a tremendous amount of risk, so we've reduced risk uh, across the portfolio. Uh, sectors I think are going to be doing well in here. I'm seeing well. I think infrastructure is going to come back. It's kind of selling off now. I, I think I, the gold sector gold appears to be breaking out to the upside in this confusion. Uh, treasuries, I think treasuries are going to do well as people are going to flock to safety, precious metals. Uh, those are some of the sectors. Uh, I think going forward, we're going to make a jump. We're going to have to probably do some type of infrastructure program. That's going to help. And I think there's a way to deregulate infrastructure tax reform and something can be very bullish. To get there is a really bumpy road. And so what we're going to try to use is this type of confusion to sit there and pick up some good things for our clients. But 
Yeah, it, it, it is what it is, and, and I think you've got to be careful. You also have to be ca- cognizant that we have some of the lowest interest rates in history, so you don't want to lock in super long-term rates unless it's for a specific reason because you could look up one day and have massive losses in your portfolios, and that, that's the real key. The really wealthy people are getting cautious. We talked about it last week, some of the top people in the world. It's one warning signal after another from them, everything from Alan Greenspan to Jeffrey Gunlock to Howard Marks to Bill Gross uh, to, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And uh, they're all very cautious. Warren Buffett and, and, and people detect there's a problem. And so you, with your portfolio, you can't afford to gamble with your retirement. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. It's maxoutsavings.com. And a couple of other things we talked about. Remember, if you have uh, the IRS has made some changes on the 60-day rollover rule, you have a little bit of flexibility if you've got a good excuse, and they list some of the excuses that can go past 60 days if you've made a mistake. If you made a mistake, you're going to have to send something in and, and deal with it. But it's one of the better things. They're trying to make it simpler because people do make mistakes. That's one of the good news came out today. I hope everybody has a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.